Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to another episode of Making Moves. I am here today with myself, and um, I wanted to do a little kind of Q&A type episode because I've never like fully done one, and I don't know, a bunch of you have been asking me a bunch of really good, juicy questions in my DMs lately. If you haven't followed me on Instagram, it's at TK's Juicy Polls, and I just thought we would discuss on the pod because sometimes like I get really into the DMs and I'll respond like via audio message because I just feel like it's easier for me to respond than typing it out. But I really wanted to answer them, I guess, IRL as much in, in real life as we can. So I'm going to be answer them from the question sticker and let's get right into it. Okay, first question. Do you think you would be as successful as you are if you weren't living in L.A.? Great question. I get asked this quite a bit. The short answer is no, if I'm being blunt. I just think the opportunity here for the specific industry and the vision for my career like that I'm in and that I see, I don't think I would be as successful currently. And I don't think that I would, like if I were to move right now, I, I, I think that would be a mistake. Or that would like, I guess, hinder a little bit of my career and the direction I want to go in. Um, so much of my connections, which like connections and networking is everything. I feel like everyone always says that, but it is, it does reign true. And so much of the connections and networking that I've done and like connections I've made have been simply from being at the right place at the right time um, and like having a good attitude. I feel like a lot of times people mess up too when they're they're in the right place, it's the right time, and they don't have the right approach or they don't have the right game plan or they don't have the right attitude or they don't seem approachable. Like people are in LA are scared of what others think about them. Like everyone's thinking about themselves. 
people stand out when you like go up to them with like a smile on your face and like admit you're a fan or be like, oh my gosh, I so resonated with your last podcast. Um, would love to. I, you're literally one of my dream guests. Would love to have you on sometime. I think like casually being in the setting where you can do that is the golden ticket. Um, not saying that you have to do that to be successful. Like there's so many influencers and channels and like people that live elsewhere and, you know, they figure out and grind and whatever. I just think like what I'm good at um, is networking. Like that is a huge strength of mine and like meeting people in real life. And I wouldn't be able to use that strength if I lived somewhere else. Um, and things just happen like randomly, even like getting jobs, like when I was working in production and, you know, on sets and like, you know, kind of freelancing, I got so many things just because I was available and I was in the area at that time. And I was a reliable like person people could reach out to with a high level of integrity. Like they knew I would show up on time, ready to go, ready to do whatever they needed. And that was just because simply I was here and I was you know, ready to go. So yeah, I do think that it matters where you live. I don't think I would be as successful and I don't plan on moving anytime soon. I used to think I would move like in my 30s or 40s or whatever, like back to Indiana, like in a suburb, specifically like Carmel, Indiana. <laughs> but like now I'm like, would I even? Like I, I just love LA and I love the opportunity. I love how diverse it is. I love how there's so much to do. Like Indiana truly is a bubble. It's like a different bubble than LA. Like LA has like the cloud demons. Like Indiana has the fake Christian moms that actually are like talking shit and like sinning more than anyone I know. <laughs> Not me throwing shade in this episode. Um, like I feel like every, a lot of I know a lot of phony people in Indiana, although I love a lot of people in Indiana. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm going on a tangent here. But yeah, I think if you want to be the best in your industry, like why the heck not give it a shot and move to where the best area is? Like, for instance, if you wanted to be a professional golfer, I would highly recommend moving to like southern california or florida or like south carolina like somewhere you could golf year round because honestly if you're like trying to be a professional golfer or like the best in the world and you live in indiana where there's four seasons like it's probably not your smartest move if you want to be the best in the world if you want to be pretty damn good at it like yes you can still maintain that but yeah that's i guess my hot take Ooh, this is interesting how to handle feeling lost when everyone else is moving forward and you're stuck I think the first thing I would do, like the first thing that comes to mind is make a pro and cons list of your current status. Like if you were to make a Facebook status right now of you and your life and your game plan, what are the pros of where you're at right now and what are the cons? Like pro is that you love the area you live in because you want to raise a family there and yada, yada, yada. Con, feeling burnt out with work. Um feeling like you can't move up at your job anymore like I don't I don't know whatever the case is um I think I would start with a pro and con list and then figure out a plan of attack from there it's actually crazy I feel like when I have like 
mini life crises. Like, for instance, I'm kind of going through my midlife or my quarter life crisis right now because I just turned 25. But every time I have one, I feel like I want to resort to asking others their opinions. I'm like, I want to ask my mom what I should do. I want to ask Alicia what I should do. I want to ask my manager what I should should do. I want to ask my brother. I want to ask like my crush. Like, I want to ask everyone what they think I should do. But like, no one, no matter how smart they are or intelligent or wise, is actually going to have the best answer for me more than me really looking inward and figuring out myself. One time, one time I had this professor, believe it or not, tell me that I was going through like a huge breakup and I was literally so down bad. Like I think I was the saddest I've ever been in my life. And I was like so confused and like heartbroken. I literally thought I was going to marry this guy, LOL. And they told me, I, I remember like being back and forth. I was really like tight with this professor. This was a female, by the way. I don't want you thinking I was like telling like this random old dude like my... <laughs> guy problems but anyway we were really close and um I remember telling her like oh he sent me this long message I don't know what to say back and she was like TK I cannot tell you like your friends cannot tell you your mom cannot tell you like no one can tell you what is the right thing to say back to this guy because at the end of the day he wasn't in love with us like he doesn't even forking know me like he's in love with you He's going to be in love with whatever the fork you say. Like, no matter what, he trusts you and he's in love with you for a reason. So whatever you say will be perfect. And I think that reigns true when you're trying to decide, like, your next big step. Like, clearly you're itching for change. You're itching for a new and improved something. So trust your gut. Trust your intuition. Make that pro and con list. And from there, make a plan of attack. Like, trust yourself. And you know deep down like what your next move is i think you just need to figure out the practical steps you need to take to get there um what helps me the most when i'm stressed out is like taking action and like getting shit done that i've been like brewing in my head for instance this europe trip that i'm going on it was like super stressing me out because people are like booking flights and we were like talking about it and like talking about what we're gonna wear and i was like i couldn't even enjoy the thought of like being on a boat in Croatia, which is so crazy and so insane that I'm even saying that, like how cool, but I couldn't even enjoy the thought of like drinking wine in Europe because I was so stressed out about the logistics that weren't planned and what immediately relieved my stress and made me feel better was taking action and just like starting booking my flights one by one, starting to find Airbnbs or hotels or whatever the case is and just make a plan of attack and trust yourself because at the end of the day every man's for themselves and you can ask people are gonna give you opinions like their opinions based on their life and their experiences and yours is so different from theirs no matter like how related you are to them so i think just make a plan of attack write it down i'm i'm so visual i love to see like you know a, a chart or a venn diagram whatever you need to do write it down and Start small. I guess that would be my piece of advice there. Wow, this is a great question. I'm scared to answer it, but I'm going to. Where do you want to be in life in your next two years? Okay, I want to have had more experience with dating. Like, I want to have kind of a serious relationship. Like, I feel like I've only had one, like, really, really serious one. The rest, I've, I like, I call them dilly dallying because they weren't, like, that serious. And I kind of want to go through, like, 
being so in love and like being so heartbroken. Not that I'm like wishing that upon myself, but I kind of want to go through that again because I feel like I am so caught up in like being independent and like, you know, doing my own thing and figuring it out on my own that like I miss someone being there to like help me when I'm down bad or like little things. Like I don't want to get too comfortable like being too independent and I know some people like might not relate but I'm, I'm like naturally so independent it's like hard for me to depend on others for things and I want to practice like that scares me to like ask someone for help or have someone be there to help me with things but it also excites me because I know I could really use it in some areas and I, I really want to practice I guess dating more, like being more vulnerable, putting myself out there, trying new things. Um, yeah, be like expressing my feelings. Like it's weird because I'm a cancer and everyone's like, oh, you're supposed to be so emotional. Like that scares the shit out of me. Um, I would rather be like the hard ass Miranda Priestly, like till the day I die. But I also want to have like a family one day. I want to have kids. I want to have my golden retrievers. Um, I want to be in love. I want to do life with a partner. So I at least want to like practice. Not that I'm saying like the next relationship I have needs to be like the end all be all but I I think practice makes perfect when it comes to dating and I also I want to have like crazy stories to tell my kids like oh my god one time I dated this doctor and then I dated this athlete and then I dated this engineer like whatever it is like I want to have experience and be able to help my future daughters dating <laughs> so yeah um, there's that where else do I want to be in two years I think I want to be like way more like fully committed to myself I feel like I'm still pleasing others in so many areas of like life and I want to be so forking confident in like my yes is meaning yes my no is meaning no um so confident in my brand so confident in my YouTube channel like so confident in um, my podcast like I want I have I'm not gonna lie, I have some killer ass ideas. I just struggle with making the time to execute them. So in two years, I wanna have no problem like executing things or like scheduling them, making time for myself and my ideas. Like that is no question going to be a, um, going to be happening for me in two years. I really want that to be happening. I would love to have my own studio like set for my podcast. Right now I'm like currently ch sharing this awesome space with other podcasters, which I forking love and I'm so grateful for. And it has amazing lighting. I like, I love my team, everything. But I, I just want to level up that way. Maybe I'll be living on the West side in two years or like maybe I'll buy my first piece of property. I definitely want to have um, invested in like whether it's more stocks or some type of uh, real estate, something like that. What else in two years? Hopefully my skin's forking cleared by then. Jesus. Um, <laughs> oh, I want to have merch in two years. Hopefully that's within this year. Um, I want to have, I, I. let's manifest this. In two years, I'm going to be having guests I couldn't even imagine being possible on this podcast. Um they're going to be like approaching me because I'm going to be that good of a host. <laughs> I'm manifesting. I get better hosting skills and interviewing skills. Um, yeah, I just hope I'm like myself right now, but like elevated to the extreme. Um, 
and excited about life, happy, all those things, of course. But yeah, those are like the quick little things, I guess. Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit apartments.com, the place to find a place. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 hard challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most, is liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you, I literally crave liquid IV. Like the lemon lime flavor lives rent-free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it. And it's just so good. Like a nice cold, crisp glass of liquid IV. Oh my gosh. Mwah! Sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. <laughs> but my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ooh, great question. How would you describe yourself in three words? High level of integrity. I know that was like eight words in one, but high integrity. I want to say one of the words like approachable, bubbly, charismatic, like one of those. 
And then maybe I'll say like excited. I feel like that's a good word for me. Excited, high level of integrity, maybe like dedicated. We'll go with those. How do you break the ice on dates? I pretend I'm in a podcast interview. I'm like, where are you from? Who are your siblings? Um, like, tell me about where you grew up. How did you end up here? Um, a fun question I love asking, even in a networking setting, is what do you like to do for fun? Um, what shows are you into right now? You can even play the game. Like, right now on TikTok, there's that game that's like, he's a 10, but he wears flip-flops. Like, And then people are like, he's a 5. You could like play that game. Um, oh my gosh, recently on my Instagram, I said like, what's your starting five lettuces? So um, I was like, my number one's arugula, my number two is, I think, romaine, my number three is iceberg, whatever I said, I forget. But like, I think ranking like your five, like what are your starting five shows? I also think if you use the thing like starting five, cause starting five is like, a term they use in basketball. It's like the first starting five players and then your sixth man is like who comes in when the starting five has already performed for a little. So I think if you use that, that'll impress the guy too if he's into sports. I'd be like, what's your starting five drinks? And then I would be like, my point guard is the margarita because it kind of runs the show, reliable. My center is a Corona because, um, I don't know, the long neck, whatever. I don't know, like get creative that way. Someone asked, how do you narrow down what you want to pursue? I have so many dreams I want to run after. That's a great question. I feel like I struggled with this because I'm pretty decent at wearing a bunch of different hats. It's not like I'm like the best gymnast in the world, but I was like decent at it. I was decent at tennis. I was decent at golf. Um, I was decent at art, like the arts and stuff in high school. Like it was hard for me to like hone in on one thing because I feel like the like prodigies and the people that stood out were like the best basketball player like the best golfer whatever I think you need to hone in like what you're best at um what's crazy about YouTube is like I literally it's a combination of like all the things I'm good at um so I feel very lucky that I figured that out um but I know not every like career path is like that like you can still be artsy and be a doctor or whatever the case is actually you know what's crazy about being a doctor is it does require being creative and low-key artsy because sometimes you're in there and you were supposed to do you're supposed to like put a bone back together but actually you see a tumor and you end up having to be creative on how you're going to get that out without puncturing something like it really is a creative job I guess in some capacity some doctors listening to this cringing (laughs) like shut the fork up you stupid youtuber (laughs) but um I think going back to the list, like um, writing down, like, what are you good at? Are you good at talking to people? Are you good at um, like office work? Are you good at organizing? The best thing you can do is figure out your weaknesses. And then from there, find a career that like kind of hones in on your strengths. So like, yeah, I'm bad. I'm not good at like email. I'm not good at office work, really. I'm a horrible test taker. I'm not great with numbers. Um, I am like a ideas person. Um, I love to think big. Sometimes I'm not even very practical with my ideas. Like, like I would not be a good an accountant. I would not be a good financial advisor. Like I, that's why I hire people to do that shit for me. Um, 
I think, yeah, going back to the list and writing down, like, what am I great at? Like, what, not just like, oh, what am I good at? This is what I'm, what are you forking great at? And what are you bad at? Because, like, there's only a few things, if you actually narrow it down, that you're forking great at. Like, I would not put tennis and golf and gymnastics, even though I'm pretty good at those things, I would not put that in the forking great category because it's like, I'm not forking great. I'm forking great at, um, talking to people like I didn't even realize that was such a skill until like everyone and their mother started telling me that um that's another thing is you can ask like your friends and family and like peers you can be like hey can you send me like three things you think I'm forking amazing at and that'll help you like realize like what other people um see in you and like value in you Ooh, what are your red flags and guys don't have hometown friends don't have any sort of relationship with their family i mean there's very very small instances where they have crazy family experiences which i know is like once in a blue moon but if they don't have like any sort of relationship um like long-term relationship red forking flag navy sheets no i'm kidding (laughs) um name is chad no i'm kidding i guess if they don't pay for my thing or my drink or my dinner to begin with i I'm traditional in that way. There's no other explanation. I think that they should pay for that. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, I was going to say like common things like if they don't take my job seriously, like that's not even a red flag. That's just like disgusting. (laughs) I like would not go on a date with someone that doesn't think that or that thinks like that way oh bad texter like being on quote unquote a bad texter I think that's a red flag like I'm only a bad texter when I don't give a fork or I'm like yeah that's that's not real in my opinion Ooh, this is interesting someone asked what happened with the boy I feel like if you've been watching my vlogs you know I've been referring to this one guy um I haven't talked to him honestly like I do sometimes he it's not like he lives in my head rent free, but sometimes I think about him <laughs> and like how I wish he would forking text me. But I just I don't think he will. And I need to stop thinking about someone that doesn't want to put in time and effort for me. Um, You know, what's really like I'm struggling with right now, though. Ah, oh, this is me being vulnerable is like there's a there's a guy. There's two other guys that have been like trying to take me on dates and they're being persistent as fork and like awesome. Like they're being everything I want this other guy to be. And for some reason, like I can't get myself to go on a date with the guys that are being pers- persistent. And I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm like, part of me is like, okay, I wanted to wait for my acne to clear up. If I'm just being honest. <laughs> but because I got a facial and it was like literally a shit show on my face for a hot second. But also, like, and I was off my um, birth control, so I was, like, breaking out hormonally for a while. But also, I don't know. I'm like, what's wrong with me? Like, why am I scared to go on these dates? Like, in my, I've already conv- convinced myself that I don't like them, and that's just, like, so far from the truth. Um, I've convinced myself I'm not attracted to them. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, I'm partly scared. Um, I don't know. It's so kind of unlike me because normally I'm like that confident girl that's like, fork it. I'll go get a drink with whoever. So I need to get out of my head. Um, but it's weird because if homeboy hit me up, I would like totally go on a date. I'd be so happy to go on a date with him. So I don't know what's wrong with me. I think I need to like really force myself to go on other dates so I can like really get over 
the guy – this is the problem is it's like I am literally feel like I'm breaking up with someone I never even was with and that's what's – I should have never even – like I should not be at this point. Like I should have never let it get to that point. So yeah, that's, that's the update. <laughs> um, we can't have it all together in all areas of life. I, my love life is um, lacking. I need to – more time and effort like I need to go on the dates what's wrong with me I need to go on the dates with guys that actually want to put time and effort and like want to take care of me and like like be a good partner to me like I I don't know I need to let boys be nice to me (laughs) something's wrong with me in that area Ooh, someone said to get into a career like yours what would be the most beneficial thing to study in university hmm Maybe like marketing or honestly like production, like digital media. The only thing, the main skill that'll help you get in this career and thrive and like get guaranteed money is um, knowing how to edit. If you know how to edit, like you can edit your own videos. You'll be Gucci flip flops like for yourself. But not only that, like on the side, you can edit for others. You can freelance. You can. There's so many jobs that need editors and I think it's like the most if you're a good ass editor it's like one of the most valuable like that's personally as a creator I confidently would spend my most money on a good editor versus anything else so yeah know how to forking edit whatever major will teach you that what are your go-to lines when you approach people for networking um, the one I already said, which was, what do you like to do for fun? Um, I had a guest on named two. Um, you should listen to it. She was so good with like this question, but she's been asking, I've been using it lately. She asks, do you have any upcoming trips? Which normally everyone like does, which is weird when you think about it. Like, I don't know. Someone always has, even if it's like a little weekender getaway or like a one day thing, that that's a good question another good question i like is is like oh have you seen you know like elvis is really popular right now so i'd be like oh have you seen elvis or like talking about like current shows um what are your favorite shows you know what's an interesting question is what lives rent free in your head Because I feel like I like someone could say something funny or deep. Like they could literally be like pizza. Like that's something that lives rent free in my head. But something deep that lives rent free in my head is, you know, so-and-so guy that blah, 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 blah. Like it, it just opens up a new can of worms that could be really exciting. So, yeah, I would say those things. Do you want tattoos? You should totally get cute minimalistic cherries. I think that I would get those cherries but like I will never I don't think get a tattoo knock on wood unless something like tragically happens to me or my family where I would like want to do it in honor of someone or like an like a really good friend but I also could see myself like honoring them in different ways other than a tattoo I just tattoos are like not me like you know when people are like that's so you like they just aren't me <laughs> tattoos at Evernorth Health Services we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder.
This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. How do you know if you're balanced with work and life? Oh my gosh, I wish I knew, Demi. I really do wish I knew. Um, what if I was like, Demi Lovato asked me this question? That would be crazy. <laughs> um, no, this is a different Demi. I have no idea how you know when you're, when you're balanced with work and life. I feel like I struck, this is one of my biggest struggles is finding balance and not having guilt. Like I know the term guilt-free is a little triggering, so I'm sorry, but this isn't even like in relation to food, like, or whatever it is triggering about. Like for me, I, I get so guilty when I'm not working or when I'm like partying too much or when I'm working too much and not having fun. Like I feel like I it's hard for me to fully commit to something and not be guilty about the other side of it. So I'm really trying to work on, first of all, committing to something and fully committing and not having any guilt, period. But I think the best way is for me to attack like having balance in life is scheduling it out. So, you know, schedule your fun social time at like 7 p.m. so that way you're told you like have to be clocked out by six so you can get ready for your fun social thing at seven and like this also goes for resting like for me I almost need to schedule like my resting hours which this is going to sound so crazy to some people but I need to schedule like Okay, I'm going to start watching a movie at 7 p.m. or like 8 p.m. or whatever because otherwise I won't. Like I'll be dilly-dallying. I'll be like, oh, I can get ahead of with this. I can start working on this. And it's really exhausting and then it just like I get burnt out easily. I think scheduling time to do both work and play is the best thing you can do. Oh, wow. This is an interesting question. How to be treated equal as a woman professional? Roe v. Wade decision scaring me, to be honest. My first initial thought, which I know is not relatable to most, is like surround yourself with other strong females. Um, not everyone can do that and like has the opportunity to do that. I'm very grateful because I feel like luckily YouTubing and influencing and like what I do is so heavily dominated by strong females. And I'm so lucky to have like Alicia, my manager, Remy, like people like that, be surrounded by them constantly, who are just boss ass bitches killing it. 
um, and like running their businesses with employees, whatever. Like I think being surrounded by other females that I look up to and I know are crushing it, that inspires me to be like, I could be like that one day. So I think definitely finding someone within your company that you can look up to, um, like another female. I think even like once you find that female, like approaching them and asking maybe for like 10 to 20 minutes or like a quick coffee break with them or spending the lunch break with them and like picking their brain, like expressing your concerns, like not too crazily, but it's not like you need to unload on your like fellow superior coworker. But I think being like, hey, I admire this so much about you. You know, like how do you remain so strong when like stuff like this is going on in the world? Like I think people want to help way more than you think. So asking them like little questions here and there um, is super underrated and could provide a lot of value for you. And also when people come to me for advice or questions like that, it really warms my heart and makes me feel like I'm, oh my gosh, all this work and effort like is worth it and like if this can inspire the next girl or the next girl that moves from indiana or the next girl that like doesn't have anything in common like in her high school or whatever you know what i mean like it it really does mean a lot to the superior the person you're looking up to when you ask them for advice or questions so i think finding the first of all finding the person and then um asking them the question i'm trying to think though if you don't have any females like in your orbit that like if you're in a mainly male dominated workplace maybe like following other like boss ass bitch females like shoot them a dm i think following like use the internet um and talk about maybe your work day like on the internet or on tiktok like i feel like so many people have built like awesome communities within the corporate world just on tiktok like i follow some people that are like in the corporate world they're like nine to five as a accountant or a girl working in tech or as a girl on wall street like i i love watching those videos and i feel like they find their like small but mighty communities so maybe like following others in your field if you don't have one in real life that you can like follow and ask questions to oh my gosh how to get over a friendship breakup she doesn't think she did anything wrong. Oof. Um, I think a lot of, well, first of all, time heals so much, which kind of sucks, but it just does. So, you know, whatever that takes, <laughs> just know time heals. Second of all, normally it's like a bunch of things built up that like both of you shoved under the rug, at least for me. Um, that's the case or like that has been the case in the past and like lack of communication so i think having a very open and honest candid conversation like hey i know this is going to sound stupid and ridiculous but this bothered me or hey can you be really straight up like what's every you know what are the main things that really bothered you like was there a certain situation that I remembered because I remember like I had a friendship breakup and we rekindled like a year later or whatever and something that like completely like almost ruined the friendship for her was something I didn't even know like was on the plate or on the table like I had no idea that that even bothered her in the slightest so um I think being very open like I wish she would I remember being like what did I do 
Like, I'm confused. This is what pissed me off is she said things that didn't reign true. Like, she was making an overall umbrella statement about something that literally had nothing to do with the thing that actually pissed her off. So just be, like, communicative. Had Had she said the thing to begin with, I would have been like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't even realize that bothered you that much. This is what I was actually thinking in that moment yada yada so I think being very 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 honest with yourself like what genuinely bothered you you know what I mean like don't try and make shit up that bothered you like what actually did and then hopefully they share the same Ooh, interesting question what motivates you career-wise on a tough day this is like one thing I don't struggle with that much which is weird because I definitely struggle with a lot of other things but like I am like so motivated when it comes to career shit because I think I like I do believe in myself and I do believe in the potential I have and I do believe in the potential like of my channel like where I'm at right now is nowhere where I want to be and I like that feeling I also feel like I am so lucky and like privileged because I have you know I'm surrounded with people like Alicia Remy like Ashley you know all these amazing like I look up to them so much and I'm like I'm not even close to where they are so I I, and I know it's possible so having them is like such a motivating factor I think what a tough day for me in the internet world entails is like when I read a comment that really like strikes a chord or when I um like I'm not I'm not feeling confident in myself or like the way I look or I'm not in the mood to film or I'm like spiraling about something else and I can't even focus on work like that's what I really struggle with when it comes to motivation like for career stuff so um what I do like is like what I do anytime I'm in a funk is sometimes like I'll call a friend I call my mom I call someone that I know like just gets me going in a way it gets me feeling something um I think also like this is so simple but like a walk like sometimes I need to get out of my own head so like the first thing you need to do is remove yourself from the environment that you're in so are you locking yourself in your bedroom are you have you been in the same like house or room or office the whole day like get outside get in the sun get where other people are like go to the grocery store go to the gas station like run an errand almost and like get out of your own head like throw on some music like do the things that like can intellectually stimulate you in some other way like you're hearing good sounds you're seeing a new environment you're feeling uh, whatever like I don't know I think shocking your body a little bit that's just like, the first thing and then if this is like a long-term thing like career motivation like maybe you need to reassess your goals and like really look at like your next three to five year plan um I think it always helps when I journal and I'm like okay if where do I want to be and how am I going to get there because if I want to be at you know a b and c in three years and I'm dilly-dallying right now. There's no way I'm going to achieve that. So I think like making a clear vision for your goals because if you don't have a clear vision for them, there no one forking else will. You have to be really clear about what you want to do. Like for me, let's say I wanted to pursue dancing or something and I had yet to even start that. Like And if I wanted to be a professional dancer in three years or be taken seriously and I'm not even going to classes right now, like dance classes, well, there's the first step is starting getting 
getting back on the horse, like start going to the classes again or um, things like that, I think can really like it's crazy how when you break it down, how simple life is, like how simple the steps are for you to get to where you want to be. So, yeah, I hope that I kind of went on a tangent, but I hope that like somewhat answered your question. Do you have any daily affirmations? I feel like most of the time mine are like, I am pretty. I am sexy. I am a catch. I am a confident ass bitch. I am a phenomenal YouTuber. I am smart. Like anytime I've ever like doubted myself in any capacity, like that's what I'm like convincing myself. Like you have to literally convince yourself that you are those things because no one's going to be your biggest cheerleader more than you. And sometimes, you know, fork the people that are like, oh, they have such a big ego. Like there's no really such thing as being like too confident because the most successful people in the world are like crazy confident. Like they say like out of pocket shit that you're like, I honestly, that's you're on the right track when you're saying out of pocket shit that you believe you can do and you have people looking at you like this person's crazy. Not to use him as an example, but I recently watched the Kanye West uh, documentary, which I know we all have our opinions on him. And I'll, at the end of the day, Team Kim and Team Pete. <laughs> but. Kanye like no one can undermine his success and how much of like a creative genius and kind of like business guy that he is he is the ultimate like confident ass bitch like the way that he would like he literally would walk into like rock nation or whatever the record label was and he would like start playing all falls down like to the receptionist and he'd be like give me a studio like he was so out of pocket confident in his own shit he literally was paying or having someone follow him around with a um video camera because he was like this is gonna be like worth millions one day because i'm going to be like a the biggest artist in the world like you literally have to believe in yourself that much because there's gonna be times when you don't and no one else does and you have to like stand up for yourself and be like whatever if people say you have a big ego that's their issue like you have to be so unapologetically yourself and so forking confident um during times like that so I just I constantly trying to remind myself like my, and like counteract my inner demons like I am forking hot I am wifey material I am um you know the next big like youtuber I am uh, I am smart. You know, I give great advice. I am the queen of networking. Um, people wish they could come on my podcast. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you literally have to say, like, random, insane thoughts. That's the start is you have to, like, think it, say it out loud, write it down, and then, like, eventually you'll believe it. Eventually it'll come true. But, yeah, uh, that's my advice there. What was your lowest point in life? Oh my gosh, this is deep. Honestly, probably when my parents got divorced and they told me. I like distracted myself with work. I wasn't taking care of myself. I was partying. I was like overeating. Like I would I would eat my feelings. Um I was not putting myself first. I was just saying yes to anything that would distract me from the thought of my parents like getting divorced. And yeah, that was my like that. I feel like that was my worst part or my worst point of life, like my lowest point. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this like ask TK 
segment on the pod. Let me know if you guys want more of these. I'm happy to do them. I love when you guys ask me like questions that genuinely make me think because most of the time I'm like, is this even interesting? (laughs) So thank you so much for submitting the questions. I love you all. Be sure to make someone's day this week. Comment down below an affirmation that you have been saying lately. Comment it down below and be sure to rate and review this podcast. Peace out. Love you. 